I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi everyone, it's me, it's Jen, and welcome to the season two finale of We Need to Talk About Britney. A quick note before today's episode, I have not one but two guests on the show today. The first is Anna O'Reilly. Anna is an actress and her hobby is reading tarot cards. Anna's done this for me a handful of times and every time I find it to be very insightful, very eye-opening, very anchoring. I asked Anna to come on the show to read two cards for Britney. The first, her lifetime card, and the second was Britney's card during the year of 2007. I can't wait for you guys to hear this. The second guest I have on is Stephanie Pearl, and Stephanie is a licensed clinical social worker. She also happens to be a soul cycle instructor, so she's helping us move through our lives in more ways than one, you guys. Stephanie's been practicing for 10 years. She began her career in counseling at the Counseling Center at NYU. She now lives in LA and she has a private practice. And I just wanted you all to know that Stephanie has never met Britney Spears. She's never treated Britney Spears. And she is not here to diagnose her or to even guess what Britney's diagnosis is, even though I really wanted her to. Uh, (laughs) She's really here for me to help me through this time. And I think that she'll be here for you guys as well. Uh, so I just wanted to let you all know that this is the season two finale. So please keep in touch with me. Uh, You can do that on Instagram. And my Instagram name is at Jennifer Zaborowski. So if there's anything you need me to know, you can put it there. You can also still call the hotline. That baby's going to be open. Not just one more time, all the time. You guys, that number is 814-277-3277. So that's how we can stay in touch. Okay, in between these two interviews, the last thing I want to say is that I posted a song of Britney's called Passenger. It's off of her album, Britney Jean, and I know it's not a well-known song, but to me, it's one of my favorite songs of Britney's. And from the moment I heard it, I had this feeling that the song was about Britney and her relationship with her higher power or rather Brittany and her relationship with her higher self. And I would love it if you guys would just listen to the song within that context. Let me know what you think. Am I crazy? Or maybe it all makes sense now. I just want to say thank you so much for listening this whole season. I've loved doing this with all of you. Uh, Keep in touch and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys. What are we going to do today? Well, today what we're going to do is talk about Brittany's tarot cards and her her lifetime card, her lifetime symbol, and then uh, what year she was in uh, in 2007, what might have been going on for her in reference to the tarot deck. Oh my gosh, I am... <laughs> I am very excited. <laughs> if anything, this is for me. Yeah. You know, this is going to be great. Anna, now I know that tarot is 
a, a passion and a hobby of yours. How did you get into it? You know, my mom did it my whole life for herself and sometimes with with my sisters and and me and I only really got deeper into it in the last maybe five years my sisters and I started doing it every New Year's and then when I was living in New York I just had the urge to do it all the time and now sometimes as you know I'll do it for friends whenever they want but it's a total hobby I by no means am an expert I have these two books that I love and refer to um they are one is uh, the tarot handbook by Angelus Arian and the other one is uh tarot the mirror of the soul by Gerd Ziegler and so I just refer to those do you still do this every morning? Not every morning. Um, I did it this morning for myself because I haven't in a while just to kind of get in the zone. Um, get in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'll do it um, kind of just whenever I intuitively feel it might be useful for me or if I'm going through something hard or have to make a big decision and want to really look at it, uh, look at it in a different way. And you have a separate deck of cards that you use for yourself versus mm -hmm. when you you are reading someone else's cards yeah right. I have my own they're the same you know the same author of the deck so they're fit they visually look like the same deck but I have one set for myself that I'll only use for me and you know, I would use it for my sisters and my mom but then I have another deck for friends and acquaintances whoever outside of my family wants to to participate and I'm looking mm. at the cards now and they're wrapped in this beautiful blue scarf yeah it's just very romantic there's I know something the, about the it silk scarf thing I don't know if that's a if that's a universal tarot deck practice or just my mother has always uh taught us that having a a beautiful you know cozy package for the mm -hmm. for the cards was energetically important and I feel really I had two glasses of Prosecco and my voice mm. is very deep this morning we're you know just really setting the tone for tarot I feel oh, like we're really yeah. calm we're cozy mm. Anna has a cup of tea mm. I've got a little cappuccino I made for myself <laughs> all right well let's let's do this okay so let me tell you that what I'm doing is a system that Angelus Arian has in her book so this is not a system I developed but what it is is basically with your birthday, so with Brittany's birthday, calculating what deck in the tarot of the major cards is her lifetime deck. So it's kind of like your sun sign in astrology. What is this overarching, you know, touchstone? And it's with uh, her birthday and year and month and comes up with a number and you add up the numbers. So it's kind of numerology as well. And Brittany's lifetime symbol is the lover's number six of the deck Ooh, the lovers so let me just tell you a little bit about this card so this card represents the art and craft of relationship everything in this card is well, I'm, is i'm starting to take notes yeah because now wow this is already blowing my mind okay 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 it's the the astrological symbol that rules this card is Gemini so everything on the card is in pairs you see there's this couple th this human couple these um this lion and uh eagle these two cupids uh, everything is in pairs mm -hmm. and as you know Gemini is the journey of the twins mm -hmm. and uh represents our experience with duality mm -hmm. and making choosing between two things in life it's also the most peopled card of the deck, meaning it has the most characters within the card. Oh. So oh. what this card, and stop me at any point. Oh, okay. I'm just going to read you the notes please, that I, I just took. Keep going. This is amazing. In every relationship, the requirement is, number one, childlike innocence. Number two, loyalty and commitment. Number three, allowing space for contemplation, which is represented on the card by the hermit, which we will get back to later. Um, this card brings up the different kind of love that we can experience in life. You know, love in friendship, love with our family, children. our lovers, children, just all the different kinds of 
dance movement performance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Gemini, it, as it is, it represents duality, this struggle between light and dark. Um, you are like the lovers. I, I use you as general you, but let's say you, Brittany. In your capacity to inspire and motivate people of all ages and generations. You work well one-on-one and in groups. You teach people the art and craft of relating to ideas, creative projects, human beings. Your greatest ability is people skills, choice making. We can come back to that. I have questions about that. And it's very important for you to have space like the hermit. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, So in this one book, he, let me bookmark this for myself. He gives kind of um, indications and suggestions and questions and affirmations. And the affirmation that he gives for the lovers is, I am now ready to meet the partner I have always longed to meet. Mm. And um, so, yeah, that's my general general overview. Let me just read you. Uh, she, she has a quote at the top of the page by Anais Nin, which is, representing the lovers the value of the personal relationship to all things is that it creates intimacy and intimacy creates understanding and understanding creates love so this is a great time to transition to Brittany in 2007 her card is the hierophant which I know that's a a weird word um, but he's basically this it's this well where's the card it's this father, spiritual guide figure. And the way I like to look at these year cards, hold on, over here. Is it he's, Yeah, there it is. Thank you. Yes, see, he's like. Can I hold? hold yes, please. May I hold him? Okay. Ooh. And there's lots of masks or are these? Those are uh, astrological symbols. So like the bull is the Taurus. These are basically principles of how to use the card. Um, and so the way I like to use these years cards is, um, you know, looking when we have, we have the gift of hindsight so we can look back and say, oh, wow, I really wish Brittany had had the guiding principles of the Hierophant to take her through such a hard time. Mm -hmm. And the main principle of the Hierophant is, um, learning and teaching and learning that is experienced within our families and in life challenges that require us to trust our faith. It's all Ooh. about faith and f- spirituality and finding your true north in your faith. And even if you're not a religious person, you know, let's put that aside. Just faith in yourself, mm-hmm. faith in that you are where you're meant to be. Um, so Whoa. in this year, the test of faith is often challenged within family situations Whoa. Uh, aspects of our nature that require our faith is we need to have faith in exploring spiritual teachings, faith in trusting our intuition, faith in following childlike innocence and curiosity. And the main thing of the Hierophant, like the sentence that sums him up is how to walk the mystical path with practical feet. Mm. and how to apply the sacred within us to the outer world Mm. yeah she had a tough time with with that (laughs) during that year yeah and the thing also about the hierophant is that he he's the initiator and with every initiation that expands us and demands that we renew and regenerate and uh you know, I feel like she's always reinvent, reinventing herself. She was really maybe doing her best to regenerate in that year. You know, what is a bigger symbol of that than shaving your, your head? head? Yeah. And to initiate, you know, something new. I, and it's also, I mean, so many challenges with family relationships during this year uh, of her life. I mean, she, starting in January, um, she was fighting for custody for her children. <gasps> um, in February, she checked in to um, the rehab facility Crossroads. Mm. Then, um, then she leaves. She shaves her head a few days later. 
um, on February 16th, she shaves her head. On February 20th, she checks into Promises in Malibu. Um, and then she checks out of Promises. Um, and then she, by, by the end of March, she, she goes back in. Then end of March, um, she gets 50, she does receive 50-50 custody of her children. Mm. Um, then in April, she fires Larry Rudolph. Mm. Um and starts um in in may she she uh oh this is also when yeah okay so in in may she goes back into rehab um i mean just there's it's a it's a long it's a long yeah. year for her it's yeah. a really long year well it what this one book says is that during this year you may want to resolve family issues or assessing whether you want to have a family or not. Mm. Yes, because on July 30th, her divorce is finally made final. Mm. And well, and also this card he's holding, this is the staff of commitment. And it would suggest that you want to have your mind, heart, and action all share the same intention and focus. Mm. Um. But yeah, it says this 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 year of the Hierophant is best year for attending to unresolved family issues or breaking old family patterns and conditioning. You in this year you might go back to school, but this year supports internal growth. It's a year to make one's life more stable, which all sounds kind of like the opposite of what she's going through, which is why I say the way I use these cards now is okay, if I'm going through a really hard year and my card of the year of the Hierophant, I look to that for guidance and okay I'm really supposed to reconnect to my faith and trust and family and that might have been able to if she had had this I'm not Mm -hmm. saying you know if she had this card none of what happened to her would have happened but it could have helped anchor her yeah or to make sense of Mm -hmm. all of the disruption in Mm -hmm. her life and I think going back to the lovers knowing that the hermit is in on this card so look See this big guy, wizard guy in the background? Mm -hmm. That's the hermit kind of overseeing all of it. So even though this card is all about all, all the people, all the relationships, like Brittany has a relationship with the world, the hermit is still like the biggest figure in this. And that to me represents the relationship with herself. And if that is neglected or not taken care of, the repercussions that can have is, you know, huge. Oh, man. Mm. Anna, this has really been a treat. Uh, a treat for me as well. Thank you so much for coming and doing this. A deep honor. I can't let go of control. I can't let go and I know. Don't know the way you're ahead of me. One day at a time is all I need. There was a time without trust. There was a time without love. But it took you to show me. also yeah. important if we tell uh our dear listeners how we know each other they need to know it's too good <laughs> stephanie and i went to summer camp together mm-hmm. as children we shared a bunk uh-huh. we were bunk mates we sure were and and then we we weren't even we lost touch and we weren't friends on social media yeah. and we bumped into each other at soul cycle of course <laughs> and it was like Thank i was like <laughs> and and your name is stephanie pearl you're it married is. now but you're but it's i saw evolved. you and i said steffi keen that was like, my name <laughs> and you were like oh my gosh no one's called me she's, steffi she's and still forever there. she's still a little part of me <laughs> <laughs> and you know that i i mean i loved Brittany when we were friends i remember it so summer well. camp friends so well 
I loved her. Mm-hmm. We would get dressed up for the dances and we full would Brittany. we would do full <laughs> Britney looks. You know what? I'm going to post some of those so everyone can see us as, as teenagers together. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I was wearing a crop top and like I think I'm wearing um, lavender silk shorts and mm-hmm. just like really feeling myself, even though I had a mouthful of braces. Yeah. You I know? mean, any excuse. <laughs> To be Britney Spears at a theater camp. Yeah. We took. We really. Every dance. We really went for it. Every performance. And now Mm -hmm. we're neighbors and we live. Which is amazing. We live in the same canyon. Just on like opposite sides of the canyon. Yeah. It's incredible. It really worked out well for us. Yeah. And here we are. Just so happy you're here tonight. To take care of each other. Yes. And all the fans out there. Let's do some fun talks first. Okay. What are your favorite Britney Spears songs to play during a Soul Cycle class? Well, um, I'm a big. Fa- I mean, so we do a lot of remixes at Soul Cycle. Yes, which are great. Not every song is perfect to ride to the beat to. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're a Soul Cycle devotee out there, you know that it's all about riding to the beat. Um, and there are a lot of really good Britney remixes out there. Um, Where if do I'm you find go- them? Like, what do you search? Do you have a favorite? I don't know. Would you say like a DJ? I'm so old and yeah, don't know anything about no. music, I feel like. You can get a lot on SoundCloud and okay. YouTube. And then us instructors share, share music. Um, so people will sort of pull things, yeah, from a DJ or a DJ site. Um, there's a lot of different sites out okay. there. And I do appreciate that you play Britney because I find that not all spin instructors do shame play Britney and it really I'm always like very confused well it's fun it's upbeat and you feel a great message yes that's the thing like you just feel so great Mm -hmm. I'm uh, what what's what are your classics with Britney I know you have a yeah so I love a good circus Mm -hmm. I love a good slave for you yes um I have a really incredible seven minute toxic that I like to use for the ARM series. Oh my God. It's real cute. Um, you know, now that I am back from my injury. Yeah. And now that I'm fully back. <laughs> and I've Your been going. Lit up. <laughs> I feel like we should definitely. Could we do the, a Britney I ride? Think the Britney ride. Because we had talked about happen. it. But can we do it? I we got to do it soon, do it. though, because I mean, you've got a situation right, going I on. I am currently seven months pregnant. Which <laughs> oh, so we have to do it like we tomorrow. Have to do it next month. <laughs> okay. At the very latest. Okay. Let's do what it. What if I went into labor during what? our Britney Spears ride? That would that would be amazing. That would be a, a memory All we would... All dressed up? Yes, we would have, we would have forever. I'll get the snake and the wig oh. and my belly. Yes. <laughs> It'll perfect. be great. I, really, I think be... it's perfect. Okay, all right. I think if we could do it, I would love to do that. All right, can we talk about 100%. it? 100%. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Amazing. and you're all invited. Everyone's invited. We'll let you know where. And went. you guys, because this is the season finale episode, mm-hmm. please follow me on Instagram at Jennifer Zaborowski so you can keep up with me and we can be in touch about all of this. Yes. Yeah, all right. Okay. Really important. Oh, amazing. All right, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Stephanie, yeah. where do you think we are as a culture and how we view mental health now compared to 2007? I think we're getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people have done a lot of good work, celebrities and otherwise, to reduce the stigma around mental health and mental illness and getting treatment. Um, I think we have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, mental illness is on the rise, especially among young people. And, you know, whether that means more people are just reaching out and, and sort of looking for help and therefore <laughs> becoming a statistic mm-hmm. or, or not, um, it, it is still a really um, serious and, and pressing issue that's often, you know, underfunded and uh, Resources are underutilized or there aren't even enough resources. I mean, you know, the mental health profession constantly needs people. Um, And so, you know, I think as a culture, we're moving to a better place to destigmatize, but there's still a lot of work to do in terms of getting people access. Yeah. I mean, we just had, I think it was right before 
Brittany has checked herself into this mental health facility. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber had posted him uh, mm-hmm. a picture of himself in his therapist's office. And Demi Lovato's really open yeah. about her treatment. Yeah. And Selena Gomez, she's really into DBT. Yeah, I I do DBT. You do? I'm trained in DBT. I'm so I I think I want to do DBT. <laughs> can we talk about DBT Everyone for a second? Can benefit from DBT. So it's dialectical yeah. behavior therapy. That's what it is. And what I okay, I'm gonna tell you what I think it is, and then you can Ooh, let I me like know. That. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So so DBT is it's all about radical acceptance, mm-hmm. which it's I am such thing. a fan yeah. of. It's not, it's, you release any want in your life and you completely accept where you are. Mm -hmm. So you're acknowledging, but you, you acknowledge the past Mm -hmm. and you move towards change and you integrate those two things. That's my understanding. Yeah. That, and that's a, that's a piece of, of DBT and that's, that's a, a a part of radical acceptance, which is just one of the many skills. It's a skill-based therapy mm-hmm. um, that's very uh, regimented, if you will. It has a workbook. I mean, it, it also depends. I, I like to use the skills just with everyone and anyone because they're useful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been super effective for people that struggle with borderline personality disorder, super effective for um, binge eating disorder, anything that has sort of an extreme or than any behavior. Ad- or any addiction. Or any sure addiction. It's great like- for addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so because it's got real practical skills. And it's like you can recognize the loop patterns. patterns. Yeah, uh-huh. there's uh-huh. A, a skill where you do chain analysis and so you can sort of connect to, you know, why you did something and then what the consequence was and everything you felt along the way. So you can really sort of work back and figure out like, okay, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? Ooh, could Why I get, do I get a, stuck in these patterns? Could I get a workbook and just give it a whirl on my own? Yeah. Or do I need someone to I'll help dro- me? I'll drop one off okay. tomorrow, <laughs> <Yes>. neighbor. <laughs> oh, this is great. Okay, I'm going to uh, get a DBT workbook. But it's workbook. an incredibly effective therapy. So, and, and I love that she yeah. talks She talks about yeah. DBT um, mm-hmm. and is really shining a light on that. And it's amazing. And I, I mean... Selena Gomez has been so open about her yeah. mental health journey. Yeah. And and I just think in comparison to Brittany in, in 2007, I'm, I mean, people just wanted yeah. to absolutely um, rag on her. What do you think it'll take to get the paparazzi to leave you alone? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is that one of your biggest wishes? Yeah. It's okay. I would like for them to leave me alone. If you could talk to them as individuals, not as a group, what would you say to them? I would just say that you have babies at home and you have you have a life and if you don't you have to realize that we're people and that we need to, we just need privacy and we need our respect and and those are things that you have to have as a human we we don't know what Britney Spears has been diagnosed with mm-hmm. you know that hasn't been shared with us publicly which you know i think is a good thing that's yes. <laughs> that's up yes. to her and her doctor um but you know, yeah, I mean, there may be signs of, of depression or anxiety early on, um, things that were, were manageable. And then what happens is they sort of move into the scope of either unmanageable or the symptoms become more severe. So we start to see more, you know, sort of aggressive mood swings or... And she had two children back to back. Yeah. Well. And so... I also believe that she was having some sort of postpartum. 
Absolutely. And she kept talking about when she shaved her head that she just didn't want anyone to touch her anymore. Yeah. And I had a friend who was talking about um, that in postpartum, sometimes it can be like, I forget what it's called, but like you don't want to be touched. Mm-hmm. Like the mother doesn't want, want yeah. to be touched. Um, And so, I mean, because for, for a moment I was like, oh, it was postpartum depression coupled with maybe a pre-existing mental health I mean it's like you know does she you know people have said is she bipolar is she you know it's like who knows the only thing that she has talked about publicly is her anxiety yeah um which is 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 common in in pretty much every Every single, or also every single person. Every single person. (laughs) I know I was looking at a chart today about mental illness and it was sort of like this percentage of people have this, this percentage of people have that. And then it was like all the way, pretty much all of us. Everyone has anxiety. (laughs) With what I do, there's a lot of energy and a lot of people around. I feel in order to protect myself, I have to build up walls and gates. But you have to be careful because if you do that too much, you end up becoming a prisoner. Yeah, let's not stop unless the gate's open. So I think it's really important to have good people around you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. People have been calling the hotline. You know Mm -hmm. I have a hotline. I know. People have been calling and saying, like, I'm really worried about Brittany. And some people have been like, oh, gosh like I thought she was doing so well and and I think it's good for all of us to just remember it's a path it's there isn't a finish line in the work that we do you know within ourselves and that Brittany it's not going to be 2007 because she's had all of these other years Mm -hmm. um, and all these other life experiences and she has such a great support system Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and just, it's very different in 2007. She was put in a 5150 hold and this is voluntary. Yes. Big difference. She's going where she is today. Big difference. Could you, explain describe what a 5150 hold is yeah so basically if it's determined that a person is a danger to themselves or others by a peace officer so pretty much any health professional police officer firefighter anyone sort of called to the scene of an emergency um someone can be brought in involuntarily to a hospital for a psychiatric evaluation and held for up to 72 hours. Now, they're not always held for 72 hours. If they get there and they are evaluated, um, they can be released, uh, but they can be held up to 72 hours um, and, you know, are constantly receiving evaluations and, uh, you know, are being assessed by psychiatrists and social workers and, and, whomever um, do you know why it's 72 hours why it's three days I don't know that I wonder if it's like because sometimes you the patient might be sedated I was gonna say I'm sure it has something to do with um 
substances and and you know if, if someone is on something and mm-hmm. needing to sort of come down from that and like uh, also I was thinking of how um and you know I've shared with everyone I lost a good friend only a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and it kind of just caught up to me um caught up with me a few days ago and I had a panic attack and I hadn't mm-hmm. had a panic attack in mm-hmm. like two years yeah. and um and my body was like convulsing and the next day I was done. I was so exhausted. Yes. I was freezing cold the whole day. Um, a lot for the body to go through. Yeah, I, yeah. It, was, it's, it really is a lot. And so I also yeah. wonder, and that's just your run-of-the-mill panic attack. <laughs> you know, just grieving the loss and of a friend. Panic attacks so, are terrifying. Though. So if you're having some sort of episode, I'm just thinking if it took me a day to kind of get back mm-hmm. to one. Yeah. I'm sure that might be a part of it too. Right. And I mean, so many of these things are, are, are so complex and people may be okay for a few hours and then, you Uh know, something might flare up. And I, I I think it's just that you need time. I once asked my therapist, I I said, I was like, I have a dream of being put in a 5150 hold and like can't leave. And she was like, no. Vacation. Because <laughs> I was like, that sounds so nice. And Escape she was like, from life. She's like, why don't you, Yeah, no. let me ask you, like, what, what does that mean for you? Like, what's like, what, what do you think that looks like? And then she explained it to me and it, I was like, okay, yeah, that, that's not what I want. Yeah, I think I'm thinking like, I need like three days in Palm Springs. That's what I would recommend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if that's how you're feeling, do a meditation retreat or and, something like and so that when she was um when she was put on that 5150 hold what had occurred is that she was at her home with her um I don't know if it was with both of her children or one of them and she locked herself in a bathroom and Kevin Federline called the police and an ambulance and mm. that's like the famous shots of her in a stretcher and yeah. she was brought to I believe it was Cedar sinai mm-hmm. um and that happened so now cut to today yeah. and they um and luckily the name of the facility hasn't been released yeah but what um like what do you think what kind of place is this and what happens there is it like some movement some um some meditation, some yoga, some painting. Are we doing? Because that kind of sounds so. like Brittany's life now. <laughs> you know, I I'm right. Um, <laughs> kind of what she does. I'm getting dressed up and doing some dancing. And... I mean, minus the online shopping. Yeah. I think you know, but she she can do like you know some watercolor painting and yoga and there's some talent there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, there is some talent uh, there, <laughs> Stephanie. I love that you. you You've looked at her work. Oh, I, that's my favorite Instagram <laughs> account. Um, you know, I, I'm sure she's she's somewhere um, where she is getting um, some rest, and she is uh, getting some help in the form of, you know. What I'm I'm thinking is is there may have been probably a trigger because it was triggered by her father. Yeah. So her yeah, her father. Maybe you, can, maybe you can share with us. So what her, we think may have led up to her to father this. Jamie, mm-hmm. as we all know out there, her father Jamie has been her conservator since 2008, right. and uh, and still is. Now he also had a co-conservator, and that was a man by the name of Andrew Wallet. And he was, which I love that his last name is Wallet, and he was in charge yeah, of all of Brittany's money. money. Um, and he was Brittany's lawyer. And so uh, in March, the very beginning of March, he uh, is retiring, is what I'm understanding. Yeah. And he has asked the court to make and approve that Jamie, Brittany's dad, would become her sole conservator. Now, the only thing that's a little interesting is that Jamie's colon ruptured at the end of last year Hmm. and and they were expecting him to make a full recovery but apparently he's had to have a few other procedures done and maybe it's not going as well as they had hoped or the 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 path to him getting well might take a little bit longer or there's a Mm -hmm. there's just some you know people don't really know but we know it's not like he's 100 percent better Mm -hmm. and that this has caused Brittany to be depressed yeah 
and that her her mom had used that language on an Instagram post um, that no matter how depressed you are, you can come back from this. Um, And it was general. She wasn't speaking exactly, you know, dear Brittany, but it seems as though that this is what's happening. Now, I can only imagine if, like... If you haven't had control over your life in over 10 years and your father is the one person who has made all of those decisions for you and then also is your dad and then that person is sick, I just... And then with her past... That must, it must be rocking her worlds. I mean, such a complex situation. Um, psychologically, such a complex situation, just personally and familiarly. Um, and an incredibly triggering situation for someone who, you know, is, is working on their mental health. Mm-hmm. And I wanted, I wanted to say this before. A lot of people will come into therapy and they'll say, okay, how long is this going to take? Like, how many sessions? Really? You know, like, when when will it be done? Like, when will oh, I be good? I show up with luggage and I'm like, <laughs> let's do this. Eight, ten years? What do you think? Like, until you... And, uh, I mean, yeah. let's... let's The journey... I'm on the journey. I want to go forever. Yeah, and and it is. You know, and especially when you're, you're dealing with a more serious mental illness. Do you think, like, sometimes, something though, that needs management... It, it'll need management throughout your life. It doesn't mean you're in therapy every day. It certainly doesn't mean you're going to be in a mental health facility for the rest of your life. Um, but, you know, if you're someone who needs to take medication, you know, that'll become a part of your life and sort of checking in on that. Um, if you're really benefiting from weekly or twice weekly or thrice weekly therapy, you're doing that. Um, but, but for most people that are, are struggling with a serious mental illness, it's it's a sort of rest of your life kind of thing. And there are breaks. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're doing it every day. There mm-hmm. may be, you may take a few months off here and there, or even a year. Um, I think breaks are good. But I think when something like this can happen in your life and, you know, you've spent the last 12 years or, I mean, longer maybe in Brittany's case, um, working on this and maybe feeling a little stable for a while. And then you have something like this happen. Mm. It can throw you Mm. and it can sort of bring a lot of old stuff back up. Post-traumatic stress. Absolutely. Um, And, uh, you know, obviously high anxiety or symptoms of, of depression or or whatever her sort of symptom orientation is I, I don't know how it looks for her um and I mean I, I I think it's really I think it's really wonderful and a testament to her her treatment team <laughs> that you know when this happened she was able to say okay I'm gonna need a little extra support right now I'm gonna need to be somewhere where I can get this round the clock if I need to Mm-hmm. Because this is a situation that that could get really hard for me, and just that awareness is such a huge step forward for someone who who's been in treatment for a little while. Being able to recognize their patterns, their triggers, and be able to then sort of go and say, "Okay, I, I need more than than what I've been doing." And again, I don't know what she's been doing, but um, but yeah, being able to sort of recognize the need for help is like a huge breakthrough for for people now if you have a conservator mm-hmm. and you're under a conservatorship do you have to be in ongoing therapy do, do, will the court order that that i don't know i've never worked in a situation where i mean having a conservator is quite unusual for a young person mm-hmm. um it's typically or a young healthy person or, you know, it's usually for people that are, are, are quite ill um, or much, much, much older. Oh, yeah, I got my hair cut. I'm ready to go. I'm making my baby some cheese grits. Okay. So what is this cheese grits thing, Jamie? Grits is an old southern uh, uh, 
tradition. She'd been eating them since she was born. She loves them. And I don't have no sprinkled cheese, so I'm just putting her mama's old timey way here, doing it with just some Velveeta in it. Everybody else has Wheaties, but Southern girls, <coughs> breakfast of the champions is cheese grits. So we just watched Brittany's dad make her grits. And it's only a year after she, I mean, really went through it. A year after she shaved her head. And that, from the moment she shaved her head, was in and out of different rehabs. And then to the 5150 hold, all of that was in 12 months. That all happened. So that's a big year. Months. That's a big year. That's a long year. Like when I think about my anxiety and moments in my life that have been really challenging yeah. and it's not anything even remotely close to what Brittany experienced yeah. and that it kept going for 12 months. Right. Just nonstop in such an intense way. With with two children in the mix and a divorce. Yes. Right. All of that life and, stuff happening. And and this all ended up to be, you know, a, a great um, happy journey for her sister. But Jamie Lynn also got pregnant during this time as well, okay. which I didn't realize. I looked at that. At, I was looking at the timeline and I was like, oh, and then her sister got pregnant at 16 and her sister was the star of uh, of a television show. And then they had, a, both of them, both Brittany and Jamie Lynn, had a really tough relationship with their mom. And mm-hmm. her parents had, mm-hmm. were splitting up. I mean, it's just, it was, it was almost, it was too much. It, too much for anyone. For anyone. And so now this was. someone so public and, I mean, at this point, completely iconic. So this is only a year after that year. And so he's making her these grits and it's truly so sweet. And then he's also talking about who's going to be let in and out of her dressing room. He's like doing all he's he's playing all the parts. Yeah, he's he is father. He is manager. He is cook he is he is the mm-hmm. maternal presence he is the he is all of the things um to her and he's doing it but in a situation like that man you feel like you need a lot you, you need a you need a bigger team mm-hmm. and he must i mean i just i've never i've never it's thought about him, him. You know, no, like I was, I know, I'm more, if I did, I was now. like, oh, I was like, you know, his, her dad, like, and Larry and all these people, they need to just like let her make her own decisions or, yeah. or I thought of him as more of a funny character. But when you think about this man and his life, you know, when Brittany became famous, she was a teenager. So that's like 14 years and he has, he has two other children. Yeah. In addition to Brittany, and it's just like he didn't know his life was that he was going to be in charge of. I think she's worth what is it like one hundred and eighty million dollars or something crazy. Like uh, he he's not he wasn't uh, this wasn't a choice. No. I guess is what I'm saying. He yeah. had a child who was extremely talented, and right. he didn't know that this was going to happen. Right, right, and everything that goes along with you know that fortune and that type of fame and what that can do to a person. Damn, that's hooker shoes, baby. Can you dance in those things? I'm about to find out. You understand, we didn't even start off to do this. We just went in in the studio just to play around, just to give her something to do. Larry says, you know, we might could do something with an owl. I don't know, man. We we got more important things to do than about owls. It just kind of developed and everything's getting better. And all of a sudden, here we are shooting a video. Yeah. Seven, and eight, and one. And two, when I get and that smaller three. here, okay, yeah. I got it. One, and two, can you just maybe just do that? You don't need to do the feet right there. Because the heel is kind of like, get that messy. So go, and eight, and one, and two, go, three, four. There yeah, we go. Yeah, got The best thing for her is what she's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Let's give her, this, she's in her element. She's in yeah. her world. And, uh, and, and keeping her busy, you know, like me, I like to go fishing. Mm-hmm. She likes to sing and dance, you know, and she likes to work. This is my dad. 
GW? Where's GW? Huh? Lulu. Lulu. Lulu, where are the kids, Lulu? Where's JJ? Brittany, get your ass in here. <laughs> Brittany, get your ass in here and sit down right there. I gotta, I gotta tell you something, Brittany. Brittany Spears, Brittany Jean, sit down there right there. Me and Brett gotta have a talk with you. Hold on, I gotta make this phone call. And gone for an hour. He's gone for an hour, me and Brett's still late. Come back and he sits down. Now, let me tell you. Brett, what, how we gonna tell Brittany this? <laughs> How are we gonna tell her this, Brett? Because you know she don't listen to me. I scream at her and she gets on to me about screaming at her, but I can't do it now. You're just gonna have to talk some sense into her. So, so, so how are we gonna tell her this, Brett? Hold on a second. That's daddy. That made my day. Oh, I cried on that one. That was so funny. But when she's mimicking her father, she's so big and free and yeah. there's such a connection there. Yeah, back to life. And to be able to make fun and joke. Mm-hmm. And he said, that made my day. I know. He teared up. What do you, what I do think, you think because, about that? Well, what I, what I noticed a lot in that video was him. Because in the first video, I was a little like, oh. He's talking about her comeback already, and she needs more time. And then in this video, he was saying, "But she just she loves to perform. She loves to sing and dance." I like I like to fish. Yeah, she likes to dance. <laughs> yeah, he fishes. Um, but that's what she loves to do. And when you see your child go through something so horrible, all you want is to put them back in their happiness and in their happy place. Now, is it good to stay busy when you're going through something like that? What do you think? depends on what you're going through I mean I think in this situation yeah I think it's always helpful to 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 do things that you love mm-hmm. if you're going especially if you're going through it mm-hmm. um, I think pressuring yourself to oh my god I have to I have to, I have to do stuff I can't just sit here and be sad uh, creates more sadness uh-huh. But I, I think it's a fine line because I think that it's really important to try and fill your time mm-hmm. with, you know, what makes you happy or who makes you happy. I'm always like, did Larry Rudolph, did he push too hard? Because because even her dad says, no, Larry, an album, no, no, no. Yeah. We've got bigger fish to fry or something like that, he says. And I'm like, was it too much, Larry? Like, was Larry just trying to get his paycheck? Or it, or is it important to let Britney Spears be Britney Spears? Right. Well, and also everybody loves to come back and mm-hmm. yada, yada. But um, I don't know. You know, we don't know what kind of treatment she got that year or what the assessments were like or what happened ultimately in terms of, of where she was left and, and when she did start to sort of perform again. Um, you know, I do, I do think it seems important for her and other people to continue to, to do what they love and to do what they're really good at when they're having a hard time because, mm-hmm. I mean, nothing can can lift your mood up more. Um the situation is so is so difficult because there are so many other people involved in the decisions being made for for her to perform and her performing yeah it's her passion but it's also a business a huge business that a lot of people are involved in so um it's not just you know saying okay you love um, to go for long walks on the beach and you're going through it right now. You, you should, should get go, on that beach. You should go take as many long walks on the beach as you can. You know, like it's a little more... Because this is like a machine. ...complicated than that. This is a big, yeah. big yeah. machine. It's not just her going and dancing, you know, mm-hmm. alone in a room somewhere. I mean, it is I hope different. She, I hope she does. Yes. <laughs> and we know she probably does. I mean, and now she's at a place where... I mean, it is. It's already different. She canceled her New Vegas show. Yeah. I mean, or postponed it. We don't. We don't know if she'll end up doing it or not. But, um, I mean, so that shows a lot of growth as well. 
on G. I mean, because there was a lot of money on the line, but it was like, no, this is not. Yeah, this is not a good decision. I hope that's coming from her. Mm -hmm. That decision. Mm -hmm. I I think it might now that she's in this taking this time for herself in this facility. I, I feel like maybe it is coming from her or or it could be, you know, if you're in a depression, it's also hard to make a decision. Mm-hmm. So maybe if she, you know, if she was in a depression, there was a conversation that's like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. But that must have been a lot to figure out. I mean, my God, yeah. there was a lot of money involved. Yeah. She was going to make, I mean, just so much money off of this new show. What? Oh, and canceling this, mm-hmm. this show. So I'm sure it came yeah. with a pretty hefty penalty. Um, but um, but I'm happy that she has the done that. The fact that, yeah, she was able to put her health first is huge. Huge step forward. Her boyfriend, Sam, who I think is so adorable and such a great partner. Yeah. And he posted on Instagram, uh, it isn't a weakness. It's a sign of absolute strength. People should only be inspired by this. At least I am. Oh, Such I a good partner, that. right? Yeah. Would you would you say Brittany's in a good relationship based on off of this Instagram based post? Simply on that Instagram mm-hmm. post, yes. She's with a person who understands. He gets it. Yes, he gets it. I love it. Jamie Lynn, her sister, posted it. on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she posted a picture of Brittany um, when they were children of Jamie Lynn getting off of a school bus and Brittany getting off the bus with her. And she's like, my sister took the bus with me. That's what a good sister she is. And that was her sh- sign of support. Um, And I loved that. I mean, that's just like so defines the relationship yeah. between sisters. I mean, the, the thing that's amazing is that looking at her relationship with her boyfriend, her mm-hmm. sister, mm-hmm. Um, her mom and her dad uh, and her sons mm-hmm. and even her ex-husband, mm-hmm. he... he released a statement it was through his lawyer but he did release a statement and saying I think that she's uh handling this really well and like making a really smart choice for herself um and it does show I mean when you look at that that is that those are very it's not just one relationship I mean we're talking about what five six different relationships that takes a lot of work and that is a testament to who she is that right. all of those I, I relationships mean, are intact and really strong right now. Maintaining healthy relationships with with the important people in your your life is is a huge indicator mm-hmm. of your mental well being. Absolutely. Whereas in two thousand and seven, she was cutting people out of her life left and right. Yeah. You know, she didn't wasn't speaking to her mom or her yeah. dad. Um, she fired Larry. Mm-hmm. She, you know, was in a bathroom with her children locking the door and not letting Kevin Federline in. Like she was terrified mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of the intensity of her emotions. I'm guessing it's a lot. Oh God. I know. Oh, I've been afraid of my, the intensity of my emotions a few times. <laughs> it's a lot. Right. That's really scary to that- be going through that. And then to have paparazzi outside. Oh, yeah, no, I don't want to imagine know. that. That's so, so hard. I mean, maybe we haven't shaved our heads, but we've cut bangs we didn't want, mm-hmm. dyed our hair. We, I mean, yeah, we go through it. Yeah, eating the full pizza in oh, a dark yeah. room. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know. that's my life right now. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're you're making a child. Right, you're I'm, making eating, a I'm, child. Eating a whole, I'm eating a whole pizza for two. <laughs> but it's, it's but. hard to find, like, going through this experience of grief right now, I find it where I'm like, I want to be clear. I want to be as clear as I possibly can. So I am trying to be mindful if I am drinking alcohol, that it's a choice and that it's like, mm. it's no more, it's definitely no more than two. Mm-hmm. Because I just I'm not gonna be clear and I don't feel good in the morning and it's like already if I am feeling a little bit heavy emotionally it's it's not going it's like putting it's pouring gasoline on that feeling you're needing to pay a little extra attention yeah but it's also tough because then it's like ah I don't want to be still you know I don't want to be clear (laughs) it's 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 a trick it's tricky you know that can be scary too Mm mm-hmm 
Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. to, and it can be when you feel an emotion and it and it's so big. Yep. It is. It is scary, and you yeah. don't want anyone else around. No, and it can be. And I mean, human beings are we're excellent at trying to get away from those big emotions, mm-hmm. and that's where addiction and eating disorders and all sorts of negative behaviors that we fall into come from either trying, trying to numb to or find control or mm-hmm. our big scary negative emotions mm-hmm. feeling feelings is hard feeling feelings is hard let's make a t-shirt yeah, yeah. no one <laughs> of my favorite stickers. um i don't even know who said it so i can't quote them but something i've, I've heard along the way is you know it's not about um, feeling better. It's about f- learning how to feel better. Mm. So learning how <laughs> to experience your feelings mm-hmm. in a way that is more manageable. Yes. Getting a little better at experiencing and expressing your emotions and living with them, especially the tough ones. Is she alone or do you think she's with other patients? I don't think she's alone. You think she's with other yeah. people? I don't know. Right? Because it's Brittany. I don't know. It's Brittany. I, I actually know very little about how that works when mm-hmm. celebrities go into uh, inpatient facilities. Yeah. I don't know. Because the model is not to be treated alone. Yes. It, for the most part. I mean, you, you know, obviously so much from group work. you're getting a lot of individual therapy, but so much from group work. Um, what would you say the benefits are of group work? In comparison to one-on-one individual therapy, I think both are essential. If you're, especially if you're you're in a facility like that, I mean, I think that's part of their program as well. Um, but group work is 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 really powerful in terms of that the piece we were talking about before with sort of validating experience and normalizing experience and and you know struggle. Because, I mean, what's, what's more therapeutic than having someone look at you and say, I'm going through that too? Yeah. You feel seen. Completely. Um, and I think, you know, obviously we need to spend a lot of time working on ourselves and recognizing our patterns and our past and, you know, what we can do to move forward. Um, but that can't happen if in the moment we're not able to sort of know that we're not alone. Mm-hmm. I would just be like... If I were Britney's on Britney's team, I would be like, she needs to have that experience with other people to feel seen and understood and to learn more about trusting people. And like, I guess they, they're always afraid that someone would sell a story about yeah. her. But also I feel like that would fuel her paranoia. Like, I just want her to have friends. Yeah, I wonder if I want they her to have, friends. have them sign like NDA type things oh, or something. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, that, I have I, no doubt patients? in my mind. I have no idea how that would work. Um, but, but yeah. I mean, and being around other people and listening to what other people go through. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like whether Because like- obviously it's a very different experience than hers. It's unlikely that she's going to have someone in there who's been through what she's been through. Yeah. But it's useful. Unless she runs into Demi. Right. She runs into Demi Lovato or Selena. Yeah. Or Bieber. They should start their own group. to talk to. I mean, I think the important thing that we can all take from this is that asking for help is okay and necessary and important. And whether that means going to therapy or doing something a little more intensive or just calling a friend. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, booking yourself a night in Palm Springs. <laughs> or whatever it might be. Treating yourself to a nice meal or a yoga class. Anything. Um, that self-care is okay. And that asking for help is okay. 
And I'm, I'm just, I'm grateful to Brittany for making that choice and inspiring us. Yes. And a lot, I mean, I, I, I really do think it's great that a lot of people have sort of come out lately and been so open about what they've been through. The Demi's and the Selena's, Pete Davidson's, all of them. Thank you so much for being here with my Britney Spears prayer candles, cardboard Britney over here to my right. We got it all going on. We made it cozy. You had a kombucha. I, I had did. A, a for a little lemon ginger tea. For a little pick-me-up. It, it helps a little bit with the pregnancy brain. Good. And, and with all the anxiety. I mean, this is my first podcast. Oh, you were great. And also, I just realized <sighs> I made you sit in a... I think it's an uncomfortable chair for an hour when you're I pregnant. I didn't even feel it. I was a little nervous. So. Oh, my gosh. You were... You Listen, you you nailed it. You were here for us. And you were here for Brittany. <laughs> oh, and are. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So. No, I, I, think, I think she's... She's going to be, she's going to be okay. I think. I think so too. I think so too. She's got a lot of good support. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.